A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the build-up show. Liverpool back in Premier League action Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Ooh. kickoff. Fulham. Uh, at Craven Cottage or what's left of it. Um, I am Paul Machen. I'm joined in the studio by Chris Pajak. And from home, uh, we've got John Machen and Leanne Prescott as well for this one. Uh, we're going to be talking through a whole host of things, like, of course, Liverpool back on the title charge, who is fit and available and who we're likely to play in this game and some thoughts on Fulham as well. But first, uh, the show uh, is brought to you with a brand new partner of ours. It is eToro. I want to say a massive thanks to them for sponsoring Redmen TV. As you may know by now, eToro, a global investment platform who sponsor a number of Premier League clubs. eToro recently did a survey with football fans which found out that just over 80% of Liverpool fans aren't enjoying matches as much due to lockdown, with 73% of fans missing key moments due to distractions while watching the game. Uh, if you ever wanted to start investing you don't seem to just have the time available to you, then eToro's Copy Trader is available. You can now copy top performing investors. This means that when they invest, you can make the same investment automatically at no additional cost, meaning you can invest while getting on with your everyday life. If you're looking to begin investing, be sure to use eToro. Use the link in the description to learn more. Yes, do go and click that link in the description underneath uh, and you get involved with eToro and let us know if you've done it already, how you're getting on with it in the comments section underneath as well. Chris Pajak, Champions League, boxed, sorted, gone away till February. There's just the small matter now of getting back to winning the league title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus is back on the Premier League and the focus hasn't really gone away from the Premier League, I don't think, all season. You know, it's going to be an interesting game coming up against Fulham uh, at the weekend. I think, you know, question marks over who's going to play as there always seems to be at the moment. Um, you know, the likes of Robertson and Wijnaldum got some well-deserved rest, but Robertson probably didn't get as much rest as he as he wanted. Mm. Uh, so you've got a concern now over, just out of interest, who's the next backup left-back if Costas is out? And, you know, Robertson probably teetering into the red a little bit with the amount of minutes that he's played. Um, James Milner obviously not available at the moment to, to give him any breathing room or anything like that. So um, Klopp's going to... I wonder whether Klopp kind of in the same way that, you know, Trent didn't go too far forwards mm -hmm. uh, in the game in the Champions League I wonder whether Robbo's just going to sit a little bit deeper and make sure he doesn't overextend himself that, I mean, going that, into this game that is the, a, a very interesting point isn't it and, and Dad I, I can't help but think and I'm, and I'm sure Jürgen will be keen to stress um, that he's not uh, he's not thinking beyond Fulham but there will undoubtedly be at least an eye on the Tottenham game it's so soon after and in, in terms of pivotal fixtures in the league so far that is that that's the biggest one yeah, I mean, it, it's easy to say we only concentrate on the next game, but the medics are obviously looking at, the, as Chris was saying, who who's fit and who isn't and who 
you know where that where they stand in their levels and all the rest of it. so you've got to have an eye on what's coming up um as for robbo i don't think anyone could stop him from charging forward <laughs> yeah. i just don't think he he knows any other way really yeah so i expect him to be charging uh, as usual you could chain him to the left back corner flag <laughs> and he'd still he'd still be tearing away up there um Leanne, it's it's interesting because i think that that makes a good point there about the medical people or whatever and i wonder whether this is an example of a game when I think quite often, because Cop always does this with his press conferences, he does the press conference, then he goes out and he gets told by the medical people like where they're at after another training session. I think I think this is one where Linders, Kravitz, Klopp, etc., have got their plan for spares, and they they take it to the medical team and go, "This is what we want this to look like. How do we make this? We've got Fulham between that. What do we need to do to be able to still get past Fulham, but also have as close to our perfect team for Tottenham?" Yeah, I think you've got to strike the balance between rotating, but also giving the likes of Trent, who have just come back from injury, Naby Keita some minutes as well to keep them fresh. Uh, Spurs is such a big game that obviously Trent being back would be massive. Um, so managing his minutes, managing Keita's minutes, while also you know the likes of Genie Wijnaldum, they've played so much football. We're talking about Robertson there. I think um, Genie's played the most minutes in the team this season, uh, almost like a third of the minutes he played all of last season. Um, including international football. So he's very much one that, okay, he got a bit of a rest, but could he be given another rest? Uh, we've got a good few midfielders coming back. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain as well. Timely return for him. Hopefully get to see him a bit. Um, but I think, you know, Liverpool, this is this is a team with so much quality. We spoke about, you know, the, the way they've responded to all the injury setbacks, the way members of the team have come in and, and kept, you know, the momentum going. I think this is another game where Klopp is very much aware he's got maybe members of the team he didn't realise he could rely on, uh, fall back on as well. Um, and, and this is a game that, yeah, I, I completely agree. He'll have one eye on Tottenham. Whether he'll say so or not, I'm not sure. Um, mm. And, you know, the likes of Mourinho will always give give the mind games a go. Um, yeah. But Liverpool, no matter what team they put out, should be beating Fulham at the weekend. Yeah, it's encouraging that it's it, that it is Fulham really, and not to you know we need to be wary of this because it's it's often the the teams that come out of nowhere that are the ones that, that that do cause you problems, and you know they beat Leicester a, a, only a week or so ago as well, Chris. But I don't disagree with what Leon's. No, not at all, and you know I think there's an opportunity here to to just move the conversation on slightly, um, to potentially give a little boost to Nico Williams here. And while Trent's there and while he's fit and, and you know, nearly get you know, getting back to match fitness, I just wonder whether this is a game where Nico gets a good 60, 70 minutes and maybe you bring Trent in and what will that do for his confidence to know that he's trusted even when Trent could technically play games of football? Because I think the last couple of weeks he's really stepped up his game, showed that he can fight through the adversity of earlier on in the season and, and produce on the pitch. So yeah, I think there's a really really good chance of that. I think we're obviously gonna see changes up front. I think Mo playing was it 102 minutes in the end? Because I think we had like three minutes on the end of the first half, which no one adds on for some reason. Everyone just adds the extra time on the nine minutes at the end of the game. But actually there was like 48 in the first half and stuff. So you're going to see changes. But whatever side Klopp puts out there, I think you're gonna, we're going to see Curtis. We're going to see Jordan Anderson. We're going to see Genie Wijnaldum in the middle. And therefore, 
we're going to put a Liverpool performance in at the weekend. It's an interesting point because actually I was mentioning the minutes played since the, since that game um, in, in midweek. Robertson still are, is our top most minutes of the season, just over 1,500 minutes because obviously he's forced to come on. Genie now, having had a game off, slips down to third because Salah's now played 100 more minutes than him, which is the 100 minutes that he played in that game of football that the, the genie didn't, which is in which is absolutely insane when you think about it. But the good thing about it, uh, about uh, just look at Genie Wijnaldum, Dad, is that having a, a full game off for him will feel massive. And we saw this just last week when we had uh, just that extra day or so to prepare between games. The team just seemed so much more sharp, so much more on it. Someone like Genie Wijnaldum, that will have, that was a perfect time to give him that bit of rest because we don't quite have the support there for him. He has put a lot of time in, but yeah, if we've we've been impressed with his performances even when he's been playing back-to-back games, so he should be absolutely bang up for this one. Yeah, he probably got to take his football boots off for the first time in months. Um, put his in feet in some radox in a in a bowl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he's just a, an automaton, isn't he? He would just go on and on and on. So he was probably annoyed that he didn't play. That's the kind of guy he is, you know. Yeah. So you know he'll be he'll be raring to go, um, doing his stuff. I mean, uh, he's he's irreplaceable, really, isn't he? Yeah. The, the effort he puts in and you know the quality of his work. Um, but yeah, he, he 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 won't be that happy that he had a rest. Not at all. I mean, you think of it after the Wolves game, he did the pitch side interviews and stuff, didn't he? And if anyone saw them, he was there going, "This is great." Like you know, I'm, you know, I'm tired and it's hard and all that, but I'm enjoying myself. And this is what we play football to do: is is to play football. And if you ask a footballer if he'd rather train than play a game of footy, well, the answer is quite clearly he'd rather train. So they're probably quite happy with the rest and recuperation, although they understand that for their body, they need that training to get themselves up so that they can get through those games and stuff. So after a while, that starts to wane. But Genie's playing with a smile on his face at the moment. He knows how integral he is, and he feels integral to this side again because he's the he's the one, he's the midfielder, he's the player that's been there every single week. So there'll be a confidence that comes with that as well. Yeah, absolutely, and don't forget, you know, this is this is a Genie Wijnaldum who will have been looking like Barcelona being interested in Gini Wijnaldum would have felt massive to him because he's starting to feel I think he's starting to feel this time at Liverpool coming to an end you know he's starting to find himself you know players being more and more we keep buying lads to play in his position you know, and we keep, and we've got about we were buying a world class lad in the same age bracket as him to kind of do it. And there was a point where you go, oh, am I wanted? Is this the right club for me? Is it time for me to move on? I'm Genie Van Alden, and I'm convinced he'd have, he would he'd be happy to stay at Liverpool because he's fine. You know, he's, he's he's settled, he's winning stuff, and he played in a boss team with boss footy with with, with the great camaraderie that he has in the in the squad around him. Um, and now you're right, he's he's the main man. He's, you know, he's absolutely pivotal to this to this side, to keeping this side going, to keeping our hopes and dreams alive at the minute. So, yeah, God, there's no way. Again, much like what the Andy Robertson thing, his, his robustness is 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 a, is a bit of a thing that we used to damn with faint praise at times. But you know, everything about Genie's just coming up brilliantly. Yeah, there's no way that he'd want to stop. Keep stepping his game up as well. You know, how many times over the years have we heard he's the next Messi? Messi's still Messi. You know, and we've we, there's been about twenty players that have been billed the next Messi, and Messi's still going, and you know he's going to be the best player in the world when Messi hangs up his boots. Messi's still the best player in the bloody world somehow. You know, he's seen off the likes of Neymar and all that, and Wayne Aldum's done the same in the Liverpool side. No matter how many people we sign, he still finds a way to become integral to everything that we do. Who knew? Just being able to be physically capable of 
getting on a football pitch was going to be such a useful trait. Andy uh, Carroll. <laughs> Nick Pickham, mate. Pickham down the years. Oh, God, no, Fabio Aurelio. Just crying into his cup of like that Brazilian tea thing that they all drink. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Not Horlicks. Not Horlicks, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, right, so we're going to um, we'll talk a little bit more about the team selection and what Liverpool are going to go with and who needs to play and who doesn't need to play um, after this very short break. But we have got a trivia question to keep you guys tied it over. Uh, name the three most recent Liverpool players to also play for Fulham. The second Redmen TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions, the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Redmen TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it is chock full of insights. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds who were reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world and then capped it all off with a 19th league title becoming champions of England. The book looks at the highs, lows, absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way. It is available now on the Redmen TV store. Get involved. Okay, welcome back. Uh, yes, if you want to get your orders in um, for that for the book, and then do it very very quickly indeed. But we got a trivia question before the break, and it was named the three most recent Liverpool players to play for both. Chris Pajak, any any thoughts? Um, yeah, but it's gone. Okay, brilliant. Dad, any thoughts? No. Leanne. Murphy. No. Ooh, no. Harvey Elliott. <laughs> Come on. Harvey Elliott um, is one of them. I've completely got a blank on the other one. Bear with me. The other one is, is of course, because he's now tw- twice in a week he's been the answer to this question because he's played for a million clubs and no one thinks about him. Andy Lonergan right, okay. is one of them. Okay. And I've got it now. Um, Lazar Markovic. Did he? Mm. Did he play for us? yeah there you go if you got that right give yourselves a big round of applause and drop a like on the video um uh, Murphy at least captain captain fulham as well um right uh leanne alison becker there's a you know there's a chance that he's back for this game and the question becomes that if alison becker is fit and available for this game do you play him? Not because I think Kevin Callagher is above him now in the pecking order, but the it's it becomes a question of do you does it does it favour him to keep out to keep to to not be in this game or do you need him to play this game to have minutes under his belt to play Tottenham? What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's it's a difficult one. It's a bit like Nico Williams, I think. He's given so much uh, over the last few weeks. You know, when when Allison gets injured, there's there's always worry because Adrian kind of. I know a lot of people really don't like Adrian, and I'm not his biggest fan. But I think the problem that Adrian has is he's not a ball playing uh, goalkeeper. And Keller has come in; he's really really shown that he is. Um, I think you know papers have said he used to be a uh, striker, uh, good with his feet, commanding in the area, and I think. He, he almost deserves to start whether or not Alisson is fit. Uh, Alisson obviously would, would come in against Spurs. Um, but I just think it's, again, like Nico and, and what Chris said, it's it's an opportunity for Jürgen Klopp to say, look, you, you've really helped us over the last few weeks. 
go out there, have another chance to impress. And I think Fulham could be a really good uh, learning experience for him as well because of the way they play football. Uh, you know, they're not one of the best passing teams in the league. Uh, they do like to lash the ball into the box. And I think it's an opportunity maybe for him to get some experience with commanding his area. Uh, we've seen it a little bit, but it's a, another opportunity I would give uh, Kelleher, to be honest. Um, Allison then back fresh for, for Spurs. I don't necessarily think goalkeepers need the amount of time to kind of build up their fitness. They'll have training sessions. And um... Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Be, be able to to build up that way. Yeah, the, I mean the the thing about my my only slight concern on the Kelleher stuff, and it'll be what it'll be, Chris, is that I do think with him in this situation, once you've got Allison back, you, you you've got your you've got your main man he back. Came in against Man United, was it? Right, was, it was it last year? And it all it was a big game, and he just came straight back in. It feels a bit like. <sighs> Like twisting for the sake of twist for, for the sake of twist on you don't need to you don't need to gamble again and that sounds disrespectful to Keller because I think he's done a terrific job and there's every chance he goes in and continues to do that but you've got a safe bet there with Allison your best goal your bet the best goalie in the world back Keller could could go in and have a have a you know another consistent game but he's just not as good a goalkeeper as as Allison so the the chance of him doing something that does that makes us concede a goal or see possession in danger you know what I mean it's a more of a gamble just in terms of overall quality to yeah, go with Callum yeah of course it's, it's funny actually because I agree with absolutely everything that Leanne said and yet fell down on the other side of the fence yeah. with with to, who to play in goal because everything that Leanne said is absolutely spot on now I'm looking at it going yeah they do whip the ball into the box, and is this a good way to see whether his shoulder's okay? Because you don't want to be going into that Spurs game with him having a little bit of doubt. <laughs> I think you maybe need that game under his belt to go into the Spurs game, because let's be honest, if he's ready for the Fulham, he's probably going to be ready for Spurs. If he's ready for Spurs, it's going to be give and take whether he's ready for Fulham. Mm -hmm. What he does if he plays against Spurs, and I don't mean to disrespect Fulham here, 
is Son probably doesn't shoot from 30 yards because we know that world-class goalkeepers change what strikers do. Yeah. And I think Son does shoot from 30 yards against Kelleher and I think he he, he, he makes the striker think about what they're going to do, when they're going to do it. So Kane and Son maybe probably don't try things that they would against other goalkeepers if Alisson's in there. So I'd do everything I can to make sure Alisson's in the best position possible. And it could be that... That means him sitting out Fulham, in which case I'm absolutely fine with Keller being in. But also it might be, well, if he's 100% and the shoulder's fine, he goes back in for me so that he's right for Spurs. It's a good point. It is a very good point indeed. And, uh, you know, the the big talking point really out of the back of the the Midland game, Dad, was Mohamed Salah's fitness. But we mentioned it just there. He's played a lot of football now all of a sudden. You know, he had a bit of a break. he's He's had... coronavirus as well in that time um, he, but he, he is our absolute main man and he loves playing against Tottenham and I can't help but just think that the way we've managed the minutes says that if Salah's involved in this game it's probably going to be to rotate one of Mane, Firmino or Jota out at some point later in the game Yeah I mean I think now that you've got Jota there um, th- there's no point in you know um, running people into the ground. If you can, yeah. Mo's had a game. It won't do him any harm to have a rest. He won't want one. I'm fairly certain he'll want to play. But there's there's no there's no need to play him. So keep him fit for uh, Tottenham by all means. On the goalie thing, I mean, I think your first choice goalie always plays if he's fit. Simple yeah. as that. That's all. Keller's great. I have no problem with him. But, you know, fit goalkeeper, number one, he plays. It won't do him any harm, will it? Dad Keller had gone back into the pack for a bit. You know, he's come in, two clean sheets, had another good performance. Even I mean, regardless of the fact that he can see the penalty, I think anyone can say he had less than a good game uh, in Midgetland. That might just do him for now. You know, go back in, go and digest it all, get back on the training ground, get back training with Alisson and be ready for like the FA Cup in January. Well, he expected to go back, just, you know, that. He comes in knowing that he's going to lose the place once Allison's fit. Yeah, he's he's managed to jump ahead of Adrian to his second, you know, choice goalkeeper. That that's a big step for him. He'll be happy with that. Yeah, um, and it says a lot that none of us would be worried if he played. Yeah, no, it's true. And to be honest, if he played against Tottenham, we wouldn't be that up. That, but I'd be bothered if Adrian was playing against Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. Not not so much if Kelleher was. And no, that, 100%. That's a, you know, that says a lot about the guy. No, I, and I, I don't think agree. that penalties thing will will phase him in the slightest. Yeah, no, I completely um, agree. The um, do the big one, Chris. As we saw the photos of him, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain back in training, just couldn't come at a better time. You know, we keep talking about the keeping the injured rate down underneath one. So you know, if you, if someone's going to go out injured, you need to bring at least one lad back. Preferably, presumably, he's got more mass or something to make him count more. Uh, get a bigger player back and lose a small player. Um, obviously, we did lose Costa Shimikas, so that's probably still it's still up for debate about how how our eye rate is. Um, well, we got sent back. We got Kater back as well. Yeah. So you know, three players back in the last couple of weeks. The Oxford Chamberlain stuff in particular, though, we've. We need more. We need midfielders desperately. And looking at this next run of games, and you know, particularly just having someone of his quality. He's bit. He's, let's say it's like having a new sign. Oh, here we the go. Get your bingo cards <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. FSG out is absolutely frothing at the mouth. Um, 
but no, but it, it is, and it'll be the same when Thiago comes back, and it'll be the same when we well, get. Well, it literally will be like having a new <laughs> signing. To be fair, like, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, ha- having someone because the minute those three lads in midfield are our three lads, it's Genie, it's it's Curtis and Nintendo, and I don't see any world really where the three of them aren't starting this game and then starting the midweek against no. Spurs. So if Ox can make himself, even if he's only getting fifteen minutes, twenty minutes in both of those games, that's a a very welcome return. Yeah, it is. I'd just like to err on the side of caution with Ox, though. I think what we've seen from, from him, and, and admittedly he's had some big injuries and stuff to come back from, he's not a lad that comes back particularly quickly. Um, he is a lad that needs to work in, I feel anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I don't expect to see the best of Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain oh, until January time at the at the very earliest. But certainly you've got to start building his minutes up when he's ready. Because as I say, it does take him, I feel, a, a long time. But you're right, you know, Curtis Jones, you know, and Alden Jordan, and there's lots of minutes. Curtis the one that I'm really worried about because he's younger. Um, now he's he's stepped up to the plate and he's improved his game and he's become a, a, integral to it. Psychologically. Kaita can, can help him now. Yeah. And, and I think about the game against Tottenham coming up as well. And if you can get Kaita to get to maybe 45, 60 minutes in that game against the side that's going to sit and count here. I think you could use Naby there, but equally you could you could look at the flip side of the argument to go, actually Kurt on the edge of the box, nice, nice shot, arriving late, all that type of stuff. Yeah. But have both options for the Tottenham games, massive for me. Yeah. So you need to keep Kurt's fitness up and you need to get, as always, I'm sitting on the fence here. But Had we all gotten on to the fact that I'd completely forgotten that Naby Kater was yeah, a fit and available midfielder for player. us because I've just, I told you, Naby Kater has become my ultimate free hit for some people at change your for me, it's Naby Keita. If he's fit and available, I am made up. But I've I've, I've given up like putting any hope in it anymore. Um, but no, you're right. He's another one that would would make a massive difference because the Curtis Jones thing is saying there. It's the it's not the physical toll on him because he's a kid. He go all day, and he, he you know he's the, he's still at that age where he could go out on a two day bender and wake up fine and train probably with no hangover, which is you know <laughs> remember those days. Um, not the training side. Um, but it's it's the psychological fatigue for a, for a young lad of being able to keep and maintain levels. <coughs> young guys don't maintain consistency because they haven't got the experience to, to be able to do it. So it's actually good for him to be able to. Henderson and Genie, they are the midfield generals. They are the they are the lifeblood of the midfield at, at the moment. They'll go through brick walls until they physically can't do it anymore. Curtis Jones, you're right. It, it's probably smart to be able to just say to Curtis, same Kelleher. It'd be nice for Kurt not to have to play these next two games. Mm-hmm. And so that when it comes to Palace, he's like he's chomping at the bit and ready to come back in. The, again. the other thing with Kurt is, for me anyway, and, and it's not something that we really talk about. When you look at the likes of Jordan Henderson, Gino and Adam, the older lads in the squad, they're all dads nowadays and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they've, what they've gone through this year is mad. And they have gone through lockdown much stricter than us for a longer period of time. And they've taken so many precautions to the point where they're probably fearing contact with the outside world at some point because they don't want to let the squad down. They don't want to miss games of footy. Whereas Kurt Jones is wheeling down well, Queen's I, Drive. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it's not, it's not so bad for someone who's a dad yeah. who, who goes home and looks after themselves. When you're a young lad, you've still got mates, you still want to go out and you see why, you know, not having a go at anyone here, but a lot a lot of the people that are out and about and you see the first sort of signs of coronavirus seems to be in the younger generation at the moment and then it sort of shoots through the older generations. Kurt mentally isn't probably going to be in the same place to deal with these types of rigours mm-hmm. and stuff to go through all this COVID stuff as someone like a Jordan Anderson who, who's looked after themselves for years, James Milner who's kind of lived like this for years. Yeah. So to him to play as well as he has done during this time of probably mental adversity is a massive thing. So he probably 
mentally stressed, all that type of stuff, it's incredible that he's been able to do this. Yeah, I, I, the thing about Curtis Jones is, like, if that's if any of that's true, you'd never know it. And I've got, I've got this feeling that he's just so supremely confident that nothing asses him in any way, in any way, shape, or form. But again, it's right. You'd have to think is you've got to be careful of your young players because it doesn't matter how talented you are. You've got to, you've, they've got to be managed in a different way to senior players. Um, I mean, he's probably just on Call of Duty, CJ ninety six or something, playing online all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, sniping fools. Um, the um, the other talking points, I guess, Dad is just at the back. Joel Matip rested for midweek. Fabinho gets forty five minutes, which says. Those two should come straight back in for this game. But again, Tottenham Hotspur looming just three days afterwards. You want them to definitely play him for that game. Is there anything where you go again for this one? Nat Phillips, possibly for this one. If they're going to play quite a direct game, it might actually suit them. Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, I wouldn't really like to be clocked having to juggle his very limited um, defensive resources. Um, you know, you, you could say, well, our top, our top, our number one and number two central defenders are now Matip and um, Fabinho, so they should play. But then, you know, as you say, we've got Tottenham a few days later. Matip is not, you know, necessarily made of iron. Um, Fabinho, you can see what a great influence he is. You don't want to lose that. Um, so, yeah, maybe enough Phillips could come in. I don't know. Yeah, the only way. I'm the glad only I'm way, not making the decision, really. Yeah, yeah, the only way that would be true is if Walkers came up with a special edition of iron flavored crisps. Uh, is what that's the only way you can say Matt, it was close to being constructed of that. Um, what would you do, Chris? I would play Fabinho Matip in this game. Okay. Um, again, you know, I, I, I'm totally okay if Nat Phillips comes in. I'm absolutely comfortable with that. Fabinho play 45. You know, and. That's fine for me. Um, Joel plays ninety in this game, definitely. Um, obviously, I think you, you've probably got Nico there as well, rather than sent maybe. Yeah, that in makes which sense. case, in which case, I'd have me two normal centre halves in the middle. Okay, then let's get the score predictions from the panel. Then, um, Dad, what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, three 0 Go ahead, Leanne. Three one. Go ahead, Chris Page. Four 0 Liverpool. Five, why not? So Liverpool got swept. No, oh, you did. <laughs> got swept away with it. Um, brilliant. Let us know your first 11s, let us know your um score predictions in the comments underneath. Um, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, do get your uh, I said earlier, don't forget to support us by clicking the link through and checking out eToro, of course. And if you want to order anything from the merch store, uh, Thursday was the is slash was, depending when you're watching or listening to this, uh, the guaranteed uh, Christmas delivery date. That's not to say you can't order stuff, but that's just what the, the poster tells us you might well get away with it but first come first serve um, thank you so much that's been absolutely wonderful can't wait to cover this game we will be live uh, 15 minutes before kickoff for the watch along that's quarter past four on Sunday and an hour before the game which is half past three ish well 25 past three for uh, the team reveal um, shut up uh, for the team the team reveal happens the team reveal <laughs> happens an hour before the game but the show starts five minutes before that here on YouTube make sure you subscribe and click that notification bell to be notified when we go live with all that stuff and otherwise uh, we will see you there Tara. Hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.